This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Rabotai, today we're going to start off today's shiur of giving us a tremendous lesson about Bikur Cholim, about visiting the sick, right? This is a mitzvah that you have to know, it's one of the big chasadim, and it's this week's parasha, but there's what to learn about. This is, you have to know, the Gemara in the Darim says, There was a student of Rabbi Akiva. Shechalah, he got sick. They, the, the, they, didn't, they, come, they didn't come to visit the rabbi. What did Rabbi Akiva do? Rabbi Akiva saw that what? That his student wasn't being taken care of, seemingly wasn't being taken meaning, meaning to say, he cleaned up, he cleaned up, cleaned up. And therefore gave him life. And from there it says, You saved me, you saved me. Rabbi Akiva went after he visited his Talmud and he says, If you have a sick person and you have a friend and you don't visit him when he's sick, heaven forbid, it's like you killed him. You hear that? You hear what's going on over here? Gemara. You check it out. Gemara Nedarim Dav Memarav. It says, it says right here, If you have a person, a person has a friend, heaven forbid, which never happened to anybody sick, but if a person has a relative or a friend that is sick and you don't visit him, it's like you killed him. That's what the Gemara says. You know, you know, some people think, oh yeah, no, the guy's sick. Okay, listen, where, where is he? Where was he sick? Oh, it's uh, two hours away. He's in that hospital. I don't have time. It's in Philadelphia. It's too far. It's this, it's that. It's 100% wrong. Because at the end of the day, it's telling you, kill him. It's like you killed him. You gotta go visit him. If he's sick, you gotta go visit him. And it's a real mitzvah, and it's not a sketch mitzvah, and it's real as it can be. And then he writes over here that what? Anybody who visits someone that was sick, he says that what? You're causing him to live. If you visit a person who's not feeling well, you cause him to live. So now, what's the Nyan? There's two, two, two pointers. One pointer is, is, one thing is, you have to know, if let's say a, 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 a person is not feeling well, he's in a hospital, who's taking care of them? The nurses, the people, the doctors. If they see there's a lot of visitors, then they give respect to the person who's sick even more. If they see nobody's visiting them, they just say, okay, oh, nobody, this guy's not, guy not an important person. What do we have to take care of them? Nobody takes care of him. Why should we take care of him? You understand what's going on? That's one shot of visiting the sick in a hospital. It doesn't even have to be in a hospital. Boy. It could be even, even in his own house. If he's not feeling well, go visit him in his own house. Now what's going to happen? His kids and his wife and his kids are going to say, wow, look, everybody cares about my father. Wow, he's a very chashub. So when they leave, they're going to respect their father even more. Why? I didn't know why my father was this chashub. I didn't know my father was this so important. That's why it's always important to do that. It's always important to do that. I remember one time this past year, we visited one of my, uh, one of my, my father-in-law's cousin wasn't feeling well. I went to, what, what was it, one of, the, one of the hospitals, Cornell. And I remember they, they, asked, me, they asked me, who are you visiting? And uh, the, the, the guard, the, the security guard, when I said to the, to, the, to the secretary who I'm visiting, she says, oh, that guy? So, uh, so she says, oh, I have to look which room it is. The security guard says, it's room 408. I said, how'd you know? He says, because I have a lot, a lot of people seeing the same person. A lot of people seeing the same person. He's, so he felt good. Come in. He, you know, usually security, they're a little bit like they want to see. No, 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 come in. You know, you got to get a badge. Get, no, 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 come, come, come. Why? He understood right away. That's what it is. So one of the ways, one of the inyanim of, that you have to know of, 
Bikul Cholim is, first, first, completely, is that you're giving him life. And if not, it's like, it's like you're causing him death. So you have to know it's not a joke. You have to know it's a real serious mitzvah. Hopefully it doesn't, right now, it doesn't play Baruch Hashem. Everybody's happy and healthy. But if, heaven forbid, once down the line, you know somebody that's not feeling well, there's an obligation on you to go visit the sick. Period. There's an obligation on you to go visit the sick. And sometimes a person might say, oh, but, but, but you know what? The last few uh, weeks we weren't on good terms with that. It doesn't make a difference. He wants to see the person because it, it gives him life. First of all, it gives him life. And second of all, besides that, he, people will see that, that, that they'll take care of him more. They'll take care of him more. I know one of my rabbis, he would go ahead and he would, he would, his mother was sick one time and he would go and he would give them, he would just like put things out. He would do that. Why? Because then, they, then the, the, the staff takes care of them more. That's the first thing. But the second thing that's very, very important, and that is, he writes, He says, what, what would happen? It says that when you see a person who's not feeling well, you just hear. Hearing and seeing is totally different things. When you see the person is not feeling well, what do you do? You, you have mercy on him and you'll stop praying for him. And you stop davening and you're praying and you're davening and praying. And that's why it's again, one of the other four reasons is, you go visit the sick, you see the situation, it'll be mitoredu. Tefillah is very important. A lot of times the Gwana says, this didn't happen, what should you do? Pray. This doesn't happen, what should you do? Pray. This doesn't happen, what should you do? Pray. Pasuk says, You prayed once, pray twice. You pray twice, pray four times. You pray four times, you pray eight times. Don't stop. That's what it says. I, but obviously he didn't get an answer for a reason. I, the guy, we have bitachon and Hashem, and Hashem will open up the gates for you. So first was the fact that you're taking care of them. Second is the fact that you will pray for him when you see him. Now this is the third point, and this is the point that I would like to, t- to, to discuss with you tonight. And this is a very, very hard question. Anybody who answers this question and knows this question, just know you're a very high caliber person. Listen to what the question is. I'm serious. This is a very hard question. It's a very, very hard question. This is Rishwal Burma's question. It's not my question. He says like this. We know in the beginning of this week's parasha, it says, Who came to visit Abraham? Who came to visit Abraham? Hashem. Hashem, Hashem, Vayarelav Amunai. The first pasuk in the parasha says, Hashem went to see Abraham how he's doing. And he was standing, he was standing what? He was by the Ohel, why? Because he wanted to see guests. What happens? That day Hashem understood that what? That he's going to want to see guests, even though he's in the Brimilah, even though he's this. So what does Hashem do? Hashem says, I'm going to bring the sun so, so uh, strong that he's not going to have guests. And therefore he brought the sun to make sure that Abraham Avinu calms down and he just relaxes for that to, to heal. Right after it says, Hashem saw the pain of Abraham Avinu was so great that, that he, couldn't, he couldn't do without hasten. He couldn't do without kindness. So Hashem sent him what? Sends him three angels. Now, it says, what was the purpose of these three angels? The Rashi says, one was to tell him that Sarai Menu is going to have a child. One was to tell him Sedom was going to be destroyed, basically to pray for them. And the third one was to heal Abraham Avinu. Now here's the question. Hashem, we just said Hashem went to visit him. Why is he a pasuk later saying, oh, you know what Hashem did? Hashem sent an angel to heal Abraham Avinu. 
What do you mean? The first pasuk in the Torah says, Hashem went to visit Abraham Avinu. And then the second pasuk says, what did Hashem do? He sent the angel to heal Abraham. I don't understand. Hashem, you are the healer. You're the healer. You're the Rofeh Basan. You heal the whole body. You're the Rofeh. You are the healer. What are you doing? By, but what's going on with it? What, why is the angel coming to heal Abraham? If, if, if Hashem himself went, went himself. Like, I, I don't get it. You hear what's going on over here? Solid question, no? This is what, this is what Shmuel Burma was asking. This is what he asks. Solid question. This question is like a blockbuster. Again, I, I, I want to just soak it in. Saturate the question. The question is a beautiful question. Again, the first pasuk in the Hour Torah speaks about Hashem visits Abraham Avinu. And right after it says Hashem visits Abraham Avinu, right after he says Hashem visits Abraham Avinu, it says that he sent an angel to heal him. Why? You are Hashem. You heal him. What's going on? The answer is like this. The answer is, there's a, there's a, um, there's a Gemara that says, V'halachta b'dirachav. The Gemara, it says in Mesechet Sotah, La'alech achar midotav shel HaKadosh Baruch You in life have to walk in the ways of God, which means, Ma'hu ma'bisharuim, avatam ma'bisharuim. Just like Hashem, has mercy, you have mercy. Just like Hashem gives food, you give food. Just like Hashem is, has this, you do this. Just like Hashem is compassion, you be compassion. All these, just like Hashem is this, so do this. We have to learn from Hashem's ways. And by the way, Hashem has never stopped the mercy. He never stops uh, having mercy on others. He'll keep on going and going. He'll forgive you, you forgive others. Sometimes a person's holding a grudge, he's not learning from Hashem. Because Hashem forgives. Hashem, you do tshuva, you come back, Hashem will forgive you. So over here, what he's trying to say over here is saying that what you have to learn from Hashem's ways. And over here, Hashem is teaching us a mitzvah of bikur cholim. What is that? HaKadosh Baruch Hu is teaching us like this. One of the main purposes of bikur cholim is, he writes, there wasn't any talk between Abraham Avinu. We don't see Hashem is talking to Abraham. You don't see that. You see that Hashem came to visit Abraham Avinu. Nothing else. He came to visit him. There's no talk. We don't see a dialogue. We don't see back and forth. Hashem is trying to teach a person that we're not, we're just coming to give honor to the person who's not feeling well. We're giving something called kavod ha'adam. Respect for a human being. And therefore it goes so far to say, Hashem says, yeah, of course I can heal him. But that's not the point. I want to teach B'nai Yisrael from here, from this uh, transaction, that just from this, from, this, from this episode that happened, that, that, that when your person's visiting, it's not, oh, intention, oh, I, I got to heal the guy, I got to make sure. Those, those are also very good. But one of the things is you're showing the person kavod. And that being said, it won't matter if the person that's sick is sleeping or he's unconscious. That's not the point. The point is you're giving kavod to the Adam. So you can have a guy, he's unconscious, he's on tubes, he doesn't know what's flying, he doesn't know what's going on. And you go visit him, he writes over here, or Shubram writes over here, that itself is Bikukulim. But he doesn't understand what's the purpose of me going to him. The purpose is you understanding that this is a Salem Okim. This is a creation of God. This is a human being. This is respect for a human being.
And therefore Hashem says, I want to teach you that. How are you teaching me that? Because I'm going to Abraham, I'm not going to heal him. Because that's not my point right now. My point is, even if I don't heal him, the fact that I'm showing respect, of showing just coming, that itself shows kavod of the Adam, giving respect to other people. And that's one of the main aspects of Bikur Cholim. You're giving him the respect and dignity and honor of the human being. And it doesn't make a difference if he's unconscious, it doesn't make a difference if he's sleeping, it doesn't make a difference anything. It doesn't make a difference if he doesn't even hear you. The fact is, you're showing kavod to Adam. That's what he writes over here. And it's a big yesod. Shuha shuva. He writes over here. I want to read it to you. Yesod ten kavod to give kavod to the sick person. as much as you can. The fact that you visit him, you're showing him that he's important. Even if he's unconscious, or he's not even there. You're not, you're not going to, to heal him. All of your other fault, or to give him medication. No. The card is, you're showing kavod Adam. And therefore, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Davka Shalach Malach, Lanamdenu Mitzvah B'Kur Cholim, to teach us B'Kur Cholim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Lo Ba'al Kader Po, Ela Etzem, He's coming to teach us kavod of Adam. And that's important in life. You have to have respect for human being. It says, Ezehum Mechubad, HaMechabed HaTeberiot. Who is a respectable person? The one who gives respect. Why is he a respectable person when he gives respect? I'll tell you why. Because the only way you can give respect to others if you know your value. If you know, I, I know what Adam is. You know what a human being is? You know what a human being is? You know what a human being is? When, when, when it says, Vishvilini Olam, you have to really, really believe that. When it says that HaKadosh Baruch thought of you, when he was creating the world in 2023, you have to believe that he created you and he only thought of, he thought of everybody, but he thought of you, exactly this time, exactly to your parents, exactly to this family, exactly to this community, exactly to this era, exactly this year, exact, exact, exact. And Hashem did that. Well, you have to know, you, you're, you're a respectable person and when you, resp- you, 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 you show your own self-dignity, that means you know how chashuv you are, you'll be able to machshiv other people. You'll be able to give respect to others. So the fact that you're giving respect to others, I know you're a respectable person, you respect yourself, because you want to be able to give all that respect. And that's why I'm pointing as a person, just to feel, uh, 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 not like a slump. You can't, you can't just go like a slump. You can't just go with uh, like a, like, 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 like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, how do you say, uh, not looking dignified. Why? Because you're a dignified person. Because you yourself is Ashuv. You yourself is Ashuv. You know what I mean? Think about it. Especially also a Shomer Torah Mitzvot. Especially a person that's Shomer Torah Mitzvot. You know what kind of dignity you have to show for yourself? For yourself. You know, it's, it's a, not Mitzad Ga'ava that I'm better than everybody else. Mitzad that how important you are. How important you are. A lot of times a person, they're putting themselves down, down, down. Look at your accomplishments. Look how, look how far you got in life. That how many people are light years away from you. And look how far you are. A lot of times the Yetzirah tries to knock the guy, you're a nobody, you're a loser, you're nothing, you're doing nothing in your life, you're not accomplishing. But if you look where you were and where you are now, you have to feel that accomplishment. You have to feel that self-dignity. You have to feel that self-pride in you. And one of the things is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is showing us, when he's visiting Abraham Avinu, one thing. He's saying just to visit Abraham, it's Kavod Adam. I'm not going to heal him, because that's not the point. 
I'm not trying to heal him. I'll send you my angel to heal him. Because I'd rather teach you this lesson than to heal him. What? I'm going to send you my angel. I'm going to heal him. But I want to teach you a lesson of just visiting for the sake of showing kavod for human ma- humanity. By visiting to show kavod of humanity. Sometimes a person's wife, he'll be married, and his, and his wife says, oh, my, my cousin is... And the husband might say, what are you, I, don't, I don't know who your cousin is. Go yourself. No. In, 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 in a way, in a, you, ever have that? you ever have that or no? Like, I don't know who your cousin is. Like, what do you want from me? You know, come to my thing. And by the way, you know, this is so important. You know why? It's so important because imagine for the sick you have to do that. Imagine when the person's not sick. What do I mean? I'll tell you. First of all, how many times a person has a, a simcha? Once a year. Huh? Once a year, yeah. No, you have a simcha. Your cousin simcha. Or, and, and you might think, you know, you might think, uh, 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 who cares if I go, if I don't go? You know, they're looking. And they'll know. They're looking and they'll know. Yesterday, here's my brother. Yesterday, a guy came over to me. Remember last night? says, how come you weren't at my son's bar mitzvah? He said to me, right? I'm thinking to myself, first of all, it, it, it's like, it, it, it's not, it, it, it's my wife's, happens to be it's my wife's cousin. So I'm thinking in my mind, my wife's cousin, okay, fine, it's not my own cousin, my wife's cousin, okay. So I'm, this, this, that's exactly what I'm talking about. My wife's cousin. But he came over to me in a serious manner, he asked me, how come you weren't at my son's bar mitzvah? Like, 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 like like real, not like uh, not like we missed you. He didn't say we missed you. He didn't say you know sometimes we missed you at my party. No, no, no. How come you weren't there? I want to know. <laughs> it was mamish like that. And 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 and, and you look back and you say to yourself, you know what? In a way, th- there's truth to that, right? There's truth to that. Why is there truth to that? Because people want to people want to feel that you have that respect for the adam. You're not going mitzad, oh, his kid's bar mitzvah. You think he cares about it right now that you, he cares that you showed him the right respect that you came and said hello. You think his kid, that's a bar mitzvah boy, knows who I am? Doesn't know who I am. Doesn't know who, who, but, but no. But what? His father knows who I am. And mitzad that, you're going to show his father that respect. Oh, that's what it is. No, no, you could say, you could say hello, you could say hello, be normally, you know, be normal. I was at a wedding one time, and the, and the father that made the wedding told me, at the end of the wedding, I know exactly who came and who left first, and I know exactly who came and stayed. That's what he told me. I'm telling you, it was after the wedding, he came over to me, the father said, I know exactly who came and left, they said, Mabruk, how are you doing? And they gave me the check for the, for, the, for the wedding and left. And I know the people who stayed. And, and, and it was a big thing. I was like, and I'm like, how do you he said, I remember everyone. I was like, what? What's going on? Because at the end of the day, it's showing. We're not running after Kavod. We're not telling tell you, oh, every time I have a party, who's not at my party? I want to know who's not at my party. Who wasn't there? Get checklist over here. Wait, I invited him. How come he didn't come? You go through your phone. Wait, who did I, who did, who did I invite that didn't come? Oh, I invited him. I didn't see that guy. Oh, I'm going to give him a call. Where were you? you know? No, we're not doing that. We're not running after the Kavod. But we're saying when you have the ability and you have the, 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 the the, the, what's it called? The, the advantage in this situation, you have to know you're doing something very big. You're not doing something small. You know, you might, sometimes the person says, No, but Rabbi, I'm going for the food. Go for the food. But show your face to, the, to, the, to, the, to, to this Baal Samcha. Go for the food, who cares? But show your face to the Baal Samcha. Why? It's very important. Because then he feels good. 
He feels good with that. And that's very, that's very important. We're talking about Kavod Adam, by the way. It says, the Gemara says, if you know a person that's always saying hello to you, you should say hello to him first. And not only that, if you don't say hello back, the Gemara in Mesech Brachot says, you stole from him. What I steal from him? What I steal from him? You stole his, his the, the, the pride. If you give me the Gemara, if you give me Barachot, I'll show you exactly where it is. Uh, Kedash, it's over here. You want to pass it to me? Is it only a Jew? Or is it... No, no, no. It's a Jew, a Jew that's constantly uh, 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 saying hello and speaking to you and doing things like that. And he's always saying, if you don't say hello back, let's say, let's say he's saying Shabbat Shalom, how you doing? Again, if you're in the middle of saying Kriyat it could be, could be a different deen. But let's say, for example, you, 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 uh, you, you, you yourself, he's always saying Shalom and you don't say Shalom back to him, what the Gemara says? The Gemara says, It's like what? It's like you stole from the person. Right? I want to read it to you. You ready? Listen to this. Please listen to this. If he says shalom, You didn't answer him back. You're a gazlan. The bottom of the page, the last line. It says you're a gazlan. You say to yourself, why am I a stealer if I don't say hello to somebody? I'm a stealer? I'm a stealer? What did I steal from What did I steal? What did I steal from the guy? You know what you stole from the guy? I'm telling you what you stole from the guy. You stole the, the, the shalom, the dignity, the kavod of the human being, the humanity. Because our, our Torah is all about how much, not how much respect that you're going to receive. How much respect are you going to give? That's what it is. How much respect are you going to give? And it's so important how much respect you're going to give because it shows you that you understand the kavod of the Adam. It shows you that you understand the, what, what a human being is. He's not, just a, he's not just a human being. No, what do you mean? Uh, you know, I, know I, I see how this guy easy has the whole thing. is oh, oh, all of his, this, that. No, no, it doesn't make a difference. He's a human being, he's an Adam. And, and, and even then, you have to know, even when you eat, you're a dignified human being. Again, you're like a slob. You know, he d- takes the thing, and, you know, he's dipping the french fries in the ketchup, but he doesn't dip the french fries. He dips his fingers with the french fries in the ketchup with his fingers. Ah, like that. Hello, what are you doing? He's licking the fingers. You know, you see that guy? He's taking the french fries, he dips it inside the ketchup, and, and he licks his fingers too. He licks his fingers with the ketchup. Eva! This is not respect for you, for human being. You know who you are? You're Tzalem and Okim. You have godliness in you. No, you, you have godliness in you. Huh? It's tradition, by it's tradition people. But, but it's a real thing. It's a real thing. It's it's kavod of the Adam. It's giving kavod to Adam. And in our religion, you have to understand. You have to mamlich your friend. You have to crown your friend with a crown that he's a king, like he's a king. That's the way you respect the person. I told you the Gemara says if he says hello to you, you don't say hello. You're a gazlan. And what do you mean? What I do? Because you, you took something away from the guy. What did I take away? You took his dignity away. I'm saying hello. How can I say hello back? You know, yeah, how many times you have that in the street when you say hello to somebody, oh, Shabbat Shalom, doesn't say hello. How do you feel after that? Say the truth. How do you feel? How do you feel? You feel like, well, you know, you, I'll tell you how you feel. You know how you feel? Next time, I'm not going to say Shabbat Shalom to this guy. The guy on your block. The guy on the block. I always say Shabbat Shalom to this guy. Okay, next time, next week. I'm not going to say That's how you're feeling, right? But what? No, it's wrong. He stole from you. You didn't steal from him. Say Shabbat Shalom again. What are you doing? You're showing the person respect. You're showing the person dignity. You're showing the person kavod. And especially, especially for the Tamidei Chachamim. 
Especially with the Nechamim. Why? The Nechamim, it says, there's a story in Messiah Hagiga, Rebbe and Rebbe Hayah. If you show me, I can show you the Gemara over there. The Gemara says over there, Rebbe and Rebbe Hayah, they went to a certain town. They went to a certain town. And in the town, they asked, is there any Tamil Chacham over here? Rebbe, Rebbe asked Rebbe Hayah. Rebbe says, Rebbe Hayah, go see if there's Tamil Chacham. Oh, they found Tamil Chacham, but he, was, he, he lost his sight. He lost his eyesight. Says he lost his eyesight. He says, okay. He tells Rabbi, Rabbi, he tells Rabbi, Rabbi, you don't, you don't go? I'll go. Rabbi says, what do you mean? I'm going to visit the Be'achah, but he can't see you. He can't see you. The Gemara says, he cannot see you. You know what he says? Afal pichen. I want to go, I want to see the Rabbi. But he can't see you. He went and he visited him. And the Rabbi was so happy. And the Be'achah was, just like you came to see a person who can't see you, but you can see them, you'll be zocheh to see the one who sees and who, who you can't see. Who is that? Who is that that can see and you can't see him? Hashem. Hashem. What about Acha? He said you should be zocheh after 120 to see the Shekhinah. You saw a person who cannot see, but you can see? You'll be zocheh to see the Shekhinah that sees and you can't see. That's what he said. So after Rabbi Chiyah says, Rabbi, Rabbi, ha, 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 what about Akhan? Where'd you learn this from to come to see? This kabod, just, just to see the rabbi in kabod. And the Gemara says from another rabbi called Rabbi Yaakov. What happened to Rabbi Yaakov? He says one time he would always visit a certain rabbi. Every day he'd come to the rabbi, say hello to the rabbi. Every day he would say hello to the rabbi. One day the rabbi goes over to him and says, Habibi, you're getting very old. Don't worry, don't come anymore to see me. I'm very happy you don't have to see me. He says, no rabbi, the pasuk says, The Gemara says over there, the Gemara says that he'll be zochev for, for, for lengthy, long, like basically, basically you'll get life, long life. You'll, get, you'll be able to live. You'll be able to live. But what are you doing? You're going to see a chacham. He can't even see you. He, the Gemara says he can't see you. He, he lost his eyesight. It doesn't matter. It's the fact that you're showing the kavod Adam. It's so important because sometimes a person, when he doesn't understand how dignified he is, he dresses like who knows what. He talks like who knows what. He, he acts like who knows what because he doesn't understand his self-worth. I can't do that. When you know who you are, you're not going to do that because you're such at a high level. I can't do that. It's below my dignity. It's below my... I just can't do that. You know, I, you have the guy, he, he cut you over and he starts screaming at you. You... And then he's saying like, oh yeah, I'm like that. And you go back. You... So, so you're not that guy. You're so much greater than that guy. Don't put yourself on that level of that guy. Don't put yourself on the level of that guy. He didn't come to your party. Oh, he didn't come to my party. I'm not going to go to his party. What are you, baby? You're such on a higher level. You're, you're galaxies away from this guy who didn't come to your party. So that's what you're worried about? You're putting your head with his head? What are you, two-year-old? Like a two-year-old? You're putting a two-year-old with a two-year-old? So he didn't come to your body. So you have to lower yourself so down. Have your self-dignity. And when you know it's right, you're going to go to that body because you're showing your self-worth. This is such an important thing of a kavod Adam that it's crucial for every single person in his life because when he knows how important he is not, not to have ga'ava, but to know how chashuv you are. And I mean serious, how chashuv you are, you'll do a lot of things different.
The way you'll do a lot of things different. You'll talk different. You'll act different. You'll do things differently. You know, one time, I remember, somebody was saying, like, even, even no matter who you are, it's just, you know, you, you, a, Jew doesn't, a Jew doesn't do that. You ever hear that expression? We don't do that. We don't do that. Why do I want to do that? We just don't, we don't do that. Why do I want to do that? Because you don't know who you are. You are you're this caliber. You're the next level. You can't, you can't stoop down. You can't stoop down. And this is what Hashem is teaching us. Hashem is teaching us, look, even by the one, even by showing kavod to Abraham, I don't want to heal him. Why do you want to heal him? I want to show you just to give kavod. Just to give him honor, I'm going to him. Just to give him honor. And then you have Rabbi, Rabbi. Rabbi said, I'm just going to give him honor. That's what it is. That's what it is. He's just giving to give honor. That's what it is. That's what it is. You have to know that. You have to, you have to say shalom. If you don't say shalom to somebody, you're a gazlan. What do I steal from the guy? You stole the dignity of the human being. You stole his dignity. Rabotai, how important it is. And I'll show you another place. Look at, look at, look at Miriam. Miriam. They wait for her for seven days. For seven days. You know why? Because she waited for Moshe. What does it mean she waited for Moshe? Yocheved saved her son Moshe. Yocheved took Moshe and put him in the... Oh. Miriam waits and to see. Really, she was waiting to see her nevoah. But in essence, she couldn't do anything. But she was waiting to see Moshe. But she's very far. She can't save him. She can't do anything. But the fact that she waited, she showed kavod to a child... She was okay that they will wait for her. They'll, they'll show her the respect for her. You heard that? You heard that? Look, he writes it over here. He says, look, what happens? He writes that what? That, that, that she waited, Miriam. Miriam waited for Moshe. Bishbil Rashi writes, because of that, she can't do anything. Because You see how important is Adam. Even if they don't know that you're respecting them. Like this little child, Moshe was a little child. He didn't know they were respecting him. You have any yan like that? They say when Shifra and Pua, which was Yochavid and Miriam, they were saving the, the children. They were saying, Shifra and Pua, you know, they were taking care of the kids, just taking care of the kids. Kavoda Adam, you have to understand what it is. Kavoda Adam, it's so important. And I want to I just finish with this, with this point of, 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 of Kavoda Adam. And that is, Mavchaim Kenievsky, I saw in a sefer that it's a very big Kavod. He wouldn't eat, when he was with, it, with his wife, eating, he wouldn't eat until his wife sat down and ate with him. What do you say? What do you mean? My food's going to get cold. My food's going to get cold. I should wait for my wife. I'm starving. I'm going to wait for my wife. I'm starving. Come on. She understands. And you're freshening hot. She comes down, you're already done. I'm at dessert. Honey, you lay. I'm sorry. I couldn't wait for you. I'm sorry. Next time, don't do that. <laughs> you blame me. You blame me. You blame me. You blame me. You know. You blame me. Like she's saying, I cooked this whole dish for you, and you didn't wait for me. Rav Chaim Kenievsky didn't eat before he's eating with his wife. He's eating with his wife. You know what it is to, to to serve a husband. You know what it is. Think about it. She has to cook the food. She has to heat up the food. It's very hard. 
Well, what a lady, you know what it is? She, and after she heats it twice because you said you're coming home in a half hour, and said you came over an hour, and therefore she heated the heat for a half hour, you came an hour, so she heated it again for you. You don't realize that. I realize that. You don't, re- you don't realize that, huh? I realize that, right? She heated up three times for you, and by the time you're there, finally you come and eat there, blah, 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 and you don't even wait for her. And she really, by the way, she didn't eat the whole day because she was waiting for you to eat with you, and you finished your plate before she even sat down. Ay, ay, ay. Mazbud or mazbud? It's true, no? <laughs> I see, I see this. Uh, <laughs> it's true. What happens? Your wife cooked for you. She, she was waiting for you. All day she's thinking of you. What does my husband like to eat for dinner? What does he like? Oh, he likes this with this dish. I'll put it on the side of this dish, that dish. Ah, made a whole concoction for you. Everything. She's thinking about a protein, make this. And she's thinking about a vegetable, what you'd like. And she's thinking about a sauce, maybe you could put like this sauce, and I'll mix it with this. And the whole day, and she went to this store and that store and 15 stores and eating it up for you. And now you come home, at least have the respect. Even though she's not on the table, wait for her to come sit on the table with you. She's going to eat with you soon. Shwai, shwai. But my food is going to get cold. Who cares your food? Yeah, you're worried about your food more than your wife. However, you don't know my stomach. My stomach comes before anything. No! No! You wait, you care about your food before your wife. Hi, what about your mother? Let's say you buy your mother's house. You buy your mother's house. Your mother's eating, she serves you a plate because she's such a nice mother. She, she goes inside the kitchen, she serves you a plate. She, she's eating with you dinner. What do you do? You, you start eating without her. Because, no, I, I got to eat it hot, you know. <laughs> How's the soup going to be like this, Nicole? So instead of you thinking about your mother, what she did for you, you're already thinking about your, 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 your tummy. How's it going to taste? The, the, for the one second of the hot that comes in your stomach, it's more important than your own mother. Is that true? How's for Shalom. So this is what we're learning here tonight. It's kavod of the human being. It's such an important concept. You know, back in the day, Slabotka days and the, and the Kelm days, they, they practice it. You know, the biggest rabbis, they would go in to see how their hat was before they left the house. How's the hat? Is it like this? Is it like that? Is it off? Is it like that? How's my tie? Is it straight? Is it not straight? Fifteen th- what do you, who cares? Rabbi, just say the speech. No! It's not about the speech only. It's also about the kavod of the human being. How are you doing it? How are you acting? How are you doing? And when you show kavod, especially to your wife, you'll get brachav ashirut. You'll get wealth, because the Gemara says, it says last week, about what? About lech lecha. It speaks about over there, how what? How Abraham Avinu knew that he was going to be ashid, and he still, he wanted to give the credit to Sarah Imenu. And, and, and she says, my wealth is from you, from this, from that. That's how the Gdolim did it. They respected their wife. I remember, I'll never forget, they're very, the wealthiest, I'll tell you the name after I'm done with the, I'm done with the story, I'm done with, the, with the, the, the douche over here. But one of the wealthiest people in our community, the, I'm talking about one of the wealthiest family in the community. I saw him, this is what he did. He's married, many, many kids, saying like he's older, he's maybe, maybe in his 60s, I saw him at an engagement party. This is what he did. He opened the door for his wife. Opened the car. The car door. They're going in the car. He opens the door for, for his wife. 
Trust me, you ask a guy who's married 40 years, do you open up the door for your wife? They'll tell you no. They'll tell you no. Maybe when you're first you're excited, you dated the first time, excited, you know. Every night, you tell you straight up, no. I saw this guy. He is the wealthiest guy in the community. And then I realized, no wonder why he got, you know why he got wealthy? Because he respected his wife. Now I know why. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because, because the Gemara speaks about it. Respecting your wife. Speaking, no, it speaks about respecting your wife. But, but I'm telling you, I'm not telling, my, my, my derush today is not about respecting your wife. My derush today is respecting every human being because they're a human being. Yeah, for sure you are. I'm speaking about, I'm speaking about, but there's different calibers of kavod. For a Tamir Hacham, there's a different caliber. You're not going to speak to Rav Chaim Kenievsky like you speak to, to your friend. You're just not going to do that. Why? Because his kavod of Adam is a whole different kavod. You're not going to see Chamad Yosef and speak to him the same way you speak to, to your friend. It's not going to happen because it's a different caliber of kavod. And the same thing goes for your father and your mother. You're not going to speak to them the way you speak to your friend. It's a different level of kavod. It's a different level of kavod. You stand up for your father. You stand up for your mother. That's it. Fully. Let's go. Yeah, but uh, don't make a difference. And every human being. So this is the great lesson that we're learning tonight. This lesson, take it home. This lesson, remember it. This lesson, soak it in, soak it in, because it's so important. When you see people, when you see it, when you see people, give them the right respect, because they're They have godliness in them. Hashem blew in them, blew into them, blew into you in neshama. You have godliness into you. There's three shutafuts in a person: your mother, your father, and Hashem. Hashem gave you the neshama. Every every Jew that you see, you, you see a neshama. You see Neshama, you see Neshama. And therefore, Rabotai, remember this lesson, Abraham Avinu. Abraham Avinu, Hashem went to visit him, not to make him, not to, not to heal him. The Malach was going to heal him. But what was Hashem trying to show? Kavot! I'm showing you honor. I'm showing you so my people, later on, every single generation, knows, learn from me, the way I act. Give kavod, but you don't understand. Give kavod, see them. Whether it be in a simcha, whether it be and let's say if you can't make it, for whatever reason. You can give a call and say, by the way, I wanted to go so badly, I couldn't make it because A, B, and C, I, I wish I was there. The person feels it. He, he feels it. It's kavod adam. You have to respect everybody. And when somebody says, Shabbat Shalom, when somebody says hello to you, you answer back. If not, like the Gemara says, the on the bottom of the page, you're a gazlan. You stole from, what did you steal? You stole his dignity. You stole his respect. You stole his kavod. That's what you stole from him. And when you see a chacham, you go and you say hello to the chacham. Go to him, say hello. Give him the right kavod. When we zochet to this, you'll understand what it is of kavod da adam. You'll understand, you'll understand your self-worth. You'll understand your self-dignity that you yourself know that you can't do certain things. Not because you can't do certain things, because A, B, and C. Because it's, not, it's, not, it's beneath you. It's not of you. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.